Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. The world's just changed so radically, and we're all running to catch up. How can we possibly have the slightest idea of what to expect? With the best intentions. Some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. Dr. Malcolm, I have to share a few campfire stories with my uncle. You can convince the Washington Post and the Skeptical Inquirer of whatever you want. But I was there, I know what happened, and so do you. I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Welcome to episode 51 of Jurassic Minutes, the January slash Christmas issue, where we discuss recent movie, toy, and franchise news for the Jurassic series. I'm Brad. And I'm Dave. And here we are back. Hello, 2024. David, we are... <laughs> I can't wait to get to this because uh, the 2024 may be the year of the Pyroraptor. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Prime yeah. 1 has got another beautiful statue on the way. And yes, we're going to talk about that video game trailer. So stay tuned as we discuss all that and more. But first, David, uh, my Christmas stocking was light on the Jurassic uh, front this year. I didn't get anything. Uh, I'd made all my purchases before Christmas, so I didn't get anything. But you got a couple of real nice figures, and uh, I think you should talk or start with the uh, the Dino Dream Sleeping Rex. Anyone that follows you on socials or follows Pedia would have seen uh, photos of this thing already, and it's just glorious. All right, yeah, sure, hold on. Uh, let me just bring it here off the shelf real quick. <laughs> yeah, so the Dino, if anybody's familiar, Dino Dream's been a sculptor in the fandom for a long time now. He's actually, his version of the um, of the Jurassic, the Lost World T-Rex maquette was actually kind of the primary, one of the primary references that was used for the sculpting of my maquette that I that I bought from Milan Lavada. But he started I guess he got licensing from Universal, which is really exciting because he's been pumping out like crazy. He's got like a bunch of new stuff coming out. I think he has a baby stegosaurus with a cage. He has I think maybe baby triceratops. I can't remember. I know he's working on a couple of various versions of the male Velociraptor. Uh, here, let me bring up his page. Nice. Real quick. <laughs> but yeah, he's got a couple things, and these are sold very uh, through uh, Lana Time Shop. Mm-hmm. It's not one I've ever heard of before, but I mean, it came through. It was kind of it was like one of those things where you're like, is this kind of sketch? Is it legit? But and I'm coming, uh, coming, coming through. Everything's all right. So yeah, he's got compies, little tiny compies coming out. Um, they come in the cage. He has, I know, the bronzed uh, T-Rex maquette and the bronzed um, Velociraptor maquette that Stan was the studio made. He does replicas of those that look fantastic. He's got a Jurassic Park three Pteranodon maquette. Let's see some of this other stuff he's got. He looks like he's working on a Dilophosaurus. Hmm. I've just found and... the website here too. I'll um I'll link it in the in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. there's some real nice stuff. 
Yeah, Giganotosaurus. He's looks like he's got coming soon. A um, looks like pair of Jurassic Park one Raptors with the containment cage from the beginning of the movie there. And I've always been a huge admirer of his work, so I'm really happy to be able to purchase this. Uh, what this one is the male T Rex in the containment cage from the Lost World, which is absolutely stunning. The coloring is perfect. The sculpting is perfect. You can tell. You can really tell that passion went into this. And it it, it finally gives me the insight on how the Tyrannosaur lays down. <laughs> Because that that's uh, that whole scene you got the canvas over it, uh, even with the the um, mm-hmm. the uh, female T Rex in the container shipping container, it's sort of sitting similar to this, but you don't really see too much of it until she sticks a leg forward and ferropod hips as they are, the sort of flexibility they can get <laughs> out of them, mm-hmm. uh, and the legs just point straight back. Are they scouched or squished up like this, or are they just point forward and you can't see? But um, <laughs> that was just a little tangent, but uh, yeah, this thing, it's it's fantastic. Um, yeah, the way the legs are almost kind of reminds me, it's almost like kind of froggy shaped, like when a frog is sitting sitting down there, kind of just still. Yeah, yeah, I just, I, well, I just didn't know if, um, like if the animal had the, the dexterity in its joints mm-hmm. to be able to constantine the legs up like it does, but... I had always assumed that the legs had been laying back like 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 a like when a dog is what, they, what <laughs> they call it splooting. Yeah, yeah. It's just like kind of spread eagle on the on his belly. Yep. I always thought it was like that. Yep. There is concept art. I think it's it's not a T Rex. I think it might be a uh, Allosaurus from the original Jurassic Park, where it's sort of laying on its side and both legs are kicked out underneath and sort of pointed straight out beside it, so it's laying on its side. But. Mm-hmm. But that's neither <laughs> here or there, I suppose. But it just the, the fact that lots of sides of this cage open up, it's got the the Lost World banner there. Um, it'd be great if it had like a InGen banner that you could put in there. So if if they'll show it off to investors it, before it come off the boat, it does come with a tarp. But it, the tarp is, I kind of felt like it was oversized. So what I ended up doing was just taking a McDonald's napkin and laying it over. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it actually fits the scale, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like the most random thing, but it does actually fit with the even got the tail poking out the back backside, like in the movie. Mm. Yeah, no, this is. Oh, and the box art is done by um, if you're not familiar, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar. Uh, Jaroslav, shoot, what is his last name? Kamina. That sounds right. Did he did he recently post something on Twitter with the RV? artwork yes oh yes. damn <laughs> okay oh, yeah. i know we were talking about the <laughs> that was that was fantastic as well it, it, he does some some great mm. some great art uh oh he does yeah and he, yeah he did did some of the cat i know he did the captives card art he's done some of the magic the gathering card art and his work's always great to see so i'm really it's really nice to see that he got the box art for these and just the classic, the classic yellow logo, um, mm-hmm. the the caution tape sort of uh, around one side of it. It just it just screams oh. ninety seven Kenner. It does. Yeah. It's pure nostalgia. Yeah, and I can only hope if Mattel do it or if whoever does <laughs> gives us an RV finally, they uh, they use that box art that he done for that too because that was that was really nice. Oh, it was yeah. Oh, I'm just. 
I've gone back to the main <laughs> their main menu here. Just the the one the one fifth compies in the little cage. <laughs> Just to as you can see here, the hardware or the software is already up and running. <laughs> <laughs> Just, but uh, yeah, that's that's nice. So it's um it's one thirty scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just slightly smaller than the ones that you would buy from Nanmu or um, W Dragon, but it's not bad because like it's it's got a lot of weight to it. Like I was surprised how hefty this thing is. It's very solid. Doesn't feel like a 3D print. It's, I think it's a resin pour. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you said, the sides come down. You can take the T-Rex in and out. It's um. It's sort of that sweet spot size-wise. It's not too big that takes up too much space, but it's big enough that you can get all this fantastic detail into the sculpt. Uh, mm-hmm. Just the teeth, the head on it, the paint. The paint looks fantastic. Just that striping. We could we could talk about this all day, but it's not. Now, <laughs> oh, it's I'm not, sure we. Could. <laughs> I've got a lot of other great fantastic pieces. Yeah, it's not. Santa was very good this year. So this one just came today. It was the finally got the Hammond Collection Carnotaurus in hand. It's actually bigger than I expected it to be. I expected it to be closer to the size of the ones from um, of the ones from the Fallen Kingdom mainline, but this is slightly bigger than that. I think. Okay. Yep. Have you have you got the Hammond Collection Baryonyx? Yeah, I do. So it's and the Ceratosaurus as well. It's bigger, it's bigger than, than both of those. Yeah, the okay. Ceratosaurus, the Baryonyx, I would say, are about the same size. And this is probably midway between that and the T-Rex. Okay, yeah, I was going to mention the T-Rex um, is the only other one I've got. Uh, nice. I'm definitely keeping an eye out for that one. The uh, the Mattel, oh, whatever the latest the latest Mattel ver- versions of the Carnotaurus <laughs> that come out. They're sort of all going on clearance now, but I'm just holding off for that Hammond Collection one to appear, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, very nice. And then this one I am most excited for. The... I won at auction. I think I brought this up last recording. Yes, it was mentioned, but that, it was still in, it was still yeah. in transit. Yes, this one did, in fact, come in time for Christmas, and I also purchased... A nice little case for it with a um, label for the front of the case. Of the case, it's actually lighter than I expected. I expected it to be more of like a solid kind of hard rubber. This is, seems almost more like a soft vinyl. Okay. Yep. And so I was talking actually talking to the prop master who made it. I ended up he. I, it turns out he's been on, on my friends. Facebook friends list this entire time. <laughs> I think he actually may have friended me now that I think about it. It's just weird because I'm like, wait, the whole time, the whole time, you know, the scene in Mrs. Doubtfire when you find, when the wife finds out that <laughs> Robert Williams has been wild, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire this whole time. And she's just like the whole time. I'm like, and that's me. I'm like, hey, dude, you're the one who made this. <laughs> but yeah, it's really cool. I mean, it's, of course it's got the, um, it's blunt, It's so it's got kind of like a rounded point. You wouldn't want, really want to actually stab anybody with this because you might break it. But it's got like all the it's got all the details there. 
And the really interesting part is I think I figured out what scenes it was used in. Okay, yep. So I'm pretty sure it was used in the scene where um, Owen and Maisie are having that bonding moment and Owen flips the knife through in his hand. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have let Chris Pratt <laughs> do that on his own. No. And then there's another scene where later in the movie where I'm pretty sure it's the stunt knife because there's like scuffs and some bending in there that I don't know how else it would have gotten there where um, Chris Pratt pulls his knife and starts stabbing at the Giganotosaurus animatronic. And that's the actual animatronic. So I doubt that they had him stabbing the animatronic with the real <laughs> knife. So I'd imagine that's probably something that they said, here's the, here's the, pla- here's the plastic stunt here is to go at it. Mm. You're not going to do any damage with that. Yeah. It's, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Because even just something something small like throwing a wire, cutting a wire or something that <laughs> you don't want something like that going uh, going mm-hmm. uncontrolled. Yeah, exactly. But that's 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 all right if you've um, check out the high high def uh, screen caps or whatever, and mm-hmm. maybe even be able to screen match it with um, any nicks or damage on the the blade or on the the handle itself. I try. I did try the um, the the scene that we get any good looks at it is the um, scene around the campfire, but unfortunately the whole time it's the other side of the knife that doesn't have the scuffs mm. that's facing the camera the whole time. Yeah, but again, coming from prop prop store, it's um, it, it you pretty much she's guaranteed to be screen the screen used for being an actual mm-hmm. prop knife. It's not. Like back in the wild west, yeah. <laughs> buying stuff off eBay and oh yeah, this was used in this or this was used in that and it uh, you really got to do your homework <laughs> to mm-hmm. to see if it's been in the movie. But no, that's great. And again, anyone that's been following Pedia or yourself on uh, the socials would have seen that go up, uh, seen the case that you got for it, which just yeah. uh, tops it off nicely. Just a great little display piece. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely got it right next to my animatronic raptor eye. Hmm. And but unlike the raptor eye, you could sit there and you could hold it and pretty much do what you wanted with it and not break it. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, very nice, very nice. Small but pricey items this this year. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good, very good. Yeah, I, I I completely forgot about the November auction and uh, only sort of jumped on the day of. And if I'd planned earlier, they had again. They had uh, the the Jurassic Park uh, distressed raincoat snap from the the garage sequence in Jurassic World, and um, a lot of stuff went for stupid prices. But there was some stuff on there that wasn't too bad. But again, a couple of weeks out from Christmas, it was a bit hard to throw it down <laughs> with uh, so so little notice. But we'll have to wait and see what happens at the next one. Oh, Roland, Roland, Roland. You probably saved InGen. We lost everything we came after on this trip, but this animal and its infant are going to single-handedly bail us out. Congratulations. You've got your trophy! Puck only! But it's alive! And everyone on the planet is going to line up to appreciate it and everything done. So, I think this was just before... There should be a date on this. Eight, yeah, just before Christmas. Uh, the internet went crazy when a little trailer from 
Saber. Saber Gaming uh, got dropped online. Universal seems to love the name Jurassic Park Survival because we're getting a new video game with the same title as what <laughs> one that uh, failed back in 2001. Uh, Dave, from everything we see here, the, the game looks fantastic. There's a little bit of gameplay footage on uh, what seems like a dock or something, but most of it was just uh, CG, whatever you, whatever you call it, for uh, yeah, display. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was quite cutscene footage or if it was made purely just for that teaser, but it was absolutely beautiful to see. So basically, it's video games and collector. We got the synopsis up here from Collector Essex. It's Dr. Mayashi, an engine scientist, has missed the boat to evacuate Isla Nublar and has been left behind. Hmm. Now, if I had a nickel for every time I had a game where a survivor got left behind on Isla Nublar after the <laughs> incident. I'd had two nickels. It's not a lot, but it's just strange that it happened twice. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's there's there's questions now whether this is gonna remove the Telltale game from canon. Uh, if if we all of a sudden we have more people left on the island, it's. I, I, first up on the trail itself, uh, it reminded me a lot of that uh, that untalked about Lego Jurassic Park retelling. It just seemed like a retelling of here's the key moments from Jurassic Park. Uh, we got the mm -hmm. T Rex in the rotunda. We got the kitchen sequence again, just dinosaurs this time instead of raptors. Which, as far as we know, apart from the Tyrannosaur, the dinosaurs are the only carnivores left roaming that island uh, in the vicinity of the visitor center anyway. So. As far as I'm concerned, that all makes sense. Yes, the pins dislodged from the freezer. That's going to be some mumbo-jumbo because we do see a raptor <laughs> in the trailer as well in that gameplay footage, mm -hmm. which you do have to have frets. You do have to have carnivores. Never Didn't see any guns, so she doesn't get to the emergency bunker and get some of those M16s or Spaz-12s. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> or does she? Or does she? <laughs> I mean, we only really see, what, maybe 15 seconds of actual gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am glad it's been released on uh, mm -hmm. PS uh, on the PC as well as PlayStation 5 mm -hmm. and Xbox, whatever series they're at now, which tells me that maybe we're not going to get a PlayStation 6 or a new Xbox for another couple of years, <laughs> which is probably a good thing. This will probably be the first video game I, I bought since my... Xbox, or since my PlayStation 2 died in 2013, I think. <laughs> mm, yeah. But just the, the potential, it says, uh, be able to dive into a lush world of wonder. I'm pretty sure there was something said about, uh, exploring Jurassic Park or Nublar in, in all its glory or something. So it's sort of, <laughs> there is a hint there that it may be a full Nublar map. Um, being able to explore all the all the key spots, maybe some extra stuff, i.e. geothermal power plant, and that that sort of has always been in the back the back of people, fans' minds, but never really mm. seen too much. Uh, again, Telltale game aside, I hope we get some backstory on <laughs> in the in the movie. Everyone was getting on the boat. Everyone was leaving. It was never explained who this scientist is. Uh, what her what her job there is, why why she wasn't able to get back to the boat, 
whether it was something like the Telltale game where she was out dealing with an animal and the storm hit and she couldn't get back or I just hope that's done that's done smartly and not just yada yarded for plot <laughs> plot reasons. I think that I mean, like you said, the the trailer went hard on the nostalgia. It was I'll agree, it's hundred percent nostalgia eye candy. I'm thinking that this is probably the reason if you aren't familiar there is a fan made horror game that was being put together by I can't remember his name, to be honest, but it was shut down hard by Universal, and it would kind of cause a bit of an uproar among the fandom. I'm assuming this is why, because they already had this in the pipeline. They didn't want that competing or even confusing consumers of what was going to be what, you know? The original Jurassic Park survival that was coming out. No, this was a fan-made horror horror survival game, and basically it was this, but fan-made. Okay. And like I said, I'm pretty sure it probably got shut down because this was already in the pipeline, and Universal didn't want consumers getting confused. Like, you Google Jurassic Park game, and that comes up instead of this, and then people complaining, well, I saw this, and (laughs) it's not in this game, you know? Mm-hmm. I love the imagery of it, though. I will say that. I ended up making the uh, one of the lightning flash shots we get of the visitor center my um, my desktop background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I the last the last gaming console I purchased was a Wii, <laughs> a Nintendo Wii. So I haven't. Um, I've got some games on PC, but they're sort of older. Uh, trespasser <laughs> stuff like that. Um, just actually seeing, obviously not game by gameplay footage, but just seeing the park rendered the way it is here. Um, mm. Even if they are just cutscenes or or something made for the trailer, it just when she when she has her hands on the the when dinosaurs rule the earth banner and it just it almost it kind of makes me wish Camp Cretaceous was done <laughs> in that sort of that sort of. Uh, way as well just the animals look fantastic the rex looks mm-hmm. fantastic and i suppose not to end on a downer but i really hope this sees the light of day we've had we've had one at least one Jurassic game that uh, was had a trail release and it would never come to fruition mm-hmm. this uh, saber games announced with trailer a uh, i think it was last of us video game in 2021 start 2021 um due to be released in 2022 and nothing was seen or heard of that game after the trailer came out i when i seen this trailer i thought beauty it's going to be here in a couple of months time to purchase but then started to listen to listen to other uh, other fans and that talk about and this sort of the schedule for gaming this this could even be 2025 before it sees a sees marketing uh, or store shelves which it's a bit hard it's, it's like it's like hearing that there's a new movie coming and waiting for years which I suppose we've all had to do in the past but yeah I, I just hope you don't go and release a trailer like this and then not have it coming up it, it would uh, it'd be a serious kick kick in the butt yeah hopefully because like you said there there was a um, game that came out that was just Park Survival. The 
I ended up saving most of the renders that they had released for that game. And they were really, really good. Like the Baryonics, for example, that they had made for this game completely outclassed the Baryonics that they ended up putting in Jurassic World um, <laughs> Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> and like even the, even the Apatosaurus here that we got, it's kind of feels more like how you would feel the Jurassic Park Apatosaurus would have looked like if Hammond had went with that instead of the Brachiosaurus. There's just a bunch of really, really cool renders, and it's kind of a shame that this uh, never got, never came to fruition. But yeah, it's, um, and it's just, like I said, it's really, really good looking. Oh no, I'm sorry, it was Suchomimus. Not, not Baryonics, but still. Vastly superior to the Baryonyx that we would have got. This would have made a better Baryonyx than the Baryonyx we got. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, um... One one thing in the trailer, too, I didn't realise, uh... Because I, I, again, thinking I had my finger in the fandom, hadn't heard this was even coming. There's the one shot where she falls into mud at the, the main gates, and we got a shot of the main gates, but it's from the reverse side, and you don't see Jurassic Park on the the arch at the top of the gates, and I'm looking and I'm going, is this... I, I completely thought this was a fan-made uh, fan made thing, maybe a, a virtual 3D for, um... Oh, whatever the PlayStation VR headset is. Because they haven't got the licensing, so they couldn't put Jurassic Park on the gates, and then all of a sudden here she, here's the uh, character in front of the gates with the flare up, and <laughs> you can see Jurassic Park in all its glory, so... Time will tell. We'll, uh... We're going to definitely keep an eye on it and see what uh, see what happens. Again, as I said, there's no no release date set, no price set. Mm. It just makes me wonder if if this is if this is successful, because this uh, this sort of scenario we've talked about before would just be perfect for the Lost World, whether it's a hunter that's been separated from the the main crew during the events of the Lost World. Uh, Stuff like that, it'd be very easy to make a game around as well. But uh, I think uh, the nostalgia is with Jurassic Park at the moment, being the 30th anniversary. Well, no, no longer the 31st anniversary. <laughs> and uh, we'll uh, we'll keep an eye, keep an eye out for the game. That doesn't look very scary. <laughs> More like a six foot turkey. <laughs> turkey, huh? No, oh, no. <laughs> Moving on briefly, uh, Mattel has the epic attack Pyroraptor. We've seen, I think at the end of November, there was uh, those sort of silhouettes um, Mattel's been doing for the Hammond Collection. We know there's a Pyroraptor coming in the Hammond Collection, or it's hinted that there's a Pyroraptor coming at the uh, Hammond Collection as well. David, I think last time we talked Pyroraptor, you had the... Was it the Snap Strike or the, the Captives... The Captive's Pyroraptor that was probably the best sculpted slash painted one that had been released. Yeah, the Captive's one, definitely. <laughs> um, so here we have the Epic Attack Pyroraptor, which is a brand new uh, and improved version, they say. How do you feel about this yeah. one? <laughs> Still has that weird, those stupid gimpy wings. And actually, there is rumor that the... Pyroraptor is going to be among the upcoming Hammond Collection figures. And I'm really, really hoping that Dortmund has the actual proper wings and not just these weird kind of 
wimpy kind of, you got the claws with the some feathers hanging down around around the elbows <laughs> hairy elbows <laughs> pretty much <laughs> i don't know why i don't know if it's just because the the, the animal design is just too complicated to work into a toy but then as you said you've got the captives one which is one of the smallest uh cheapest ones you can get and it, it looks the best <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know why. It's not like these arms even have articulation in the first place. So it's not like that's a huge issue, you know? No. No, the only articulation in them is in the shoulder. So you, you could have more more feather, more wing come up the back of the, the arm. I don't I don't like that. I don't know if there's been paint over spray or what, but I'm, the black spots all over this as well uh, doesn't look doesn't look very good either we'll uh we'll report back once the hammond collection one's announced and uh mm -hmm. yeah fingers crossed that one's a little bit better <laughs> i want my wings yeah code 19 they say rule us two guys what's a code 19 i said out of containment these people they never learn they're gonna learn all kinds of things about their new asset now Something we missed from all the way back in October. <laughs> uh, I think it got uh, pushed aside because the uh, the Lost World Unimog and Dita Stark set legacy set had been announced at the same time. Uh, we're getting well now. It should be on store store shelves now. Uh, Barry, Barry from Jurassic World, uh, another generic Velociraptor, and his mm -hmm. uh, quad bike is sitting on as well. Which he uh, used during the uh, the nighttime raptor hunt, Indom Indominus hunt. I'm a sucker for everything vehicles, <laughs> and uh, this is probably the only way to get Barry in uh, in figure form. So I'll be keeping an eye out for this. Uh, what about you, Dave? Um, I might get it. I might not. I don't know. It's it might be something where I try to find Barry loose. You know? Yeah. Like. Or it might end up being just cheaper to buy the whole thing. Like when I bought, and when I wanted the Sarah Harding figure, it ended up buying, being cheaper to buy the whole thing in box than to just buy Sarah Harding by herself. Yeah. Well, that's, I think the main thing here is just Barry, or for me, Barry and the bike. If, if I can get it on clearance, <laughs> I'll get it a little bit reduced in price because, yeah. as I said, it's just another generic Velociraptor that's probably adding 10 bucks to the set that you don't really need to pay for. Uh, I couldn't find any more photos of this apart from uh, people finding it on shelves, but I was hoping that uh, the motorbike would have... Well, I don't think the actual bike had Jurassic World logos on it, so maybe I was, no. uh, maybe I was dreaming there as well. <laughs> well, this is one thing that Mattel has been very good with, is getting these paint apps right and not just throwing random logos into random spots just for the... Just for the branding, you know? Yeah, yeah, true. Yep. Um, and lastly, uh, we're going to jump over to Prime One Studios, talk about some statues, a statue, briefly. Um, they've got a new release here, joining their one-tenth line, uh, which, remind me, one-tenth, that's the same as what the Iron Studios male ones we just got, wasn't it? That's one-tenth? Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same size, just so I know in my head what sort of scale we're looking at here. Um, 
They're doing the female Velociraptors from Jurassic Park. We got uh, one in the jumping jumping pose. I'm guessing the other one that's not in jumping pose has already been released. Uh, not that I can recall. That's a new that's a new sculpt. Okay. That one kind of looks based on the kind of rearing back that the raptor does just as she's about to charge the T-Rex. Mm. Yep. Yep. Well, both these are in one temp scale. Again, just fantastic detail on these uh, all around and knowing how big they are. Just, I won't say basic, but just sort of a, a clean, not too, uh, not too busy base for them to sit on as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing they that one tenth scale is the same as the uh, the Spinosaur and the male T Rex that we've just <clears> talked about in November two that they're releasing the Those I believe are one thirty fifth scale. So uh-huh. those would be about the same scale as the W Dragon and Nanmo figures. Oh, okay, so yeah, radio. That's all right. <laughs> They've got them all lined up here, I assume they're all one tenth, mm-hmm. which yeah. Having having lost raptors the same size as your T Rex doesn't work. <laughs> I'm thinking if I can find room of going for the leaping raptor here, it looks pretty good. Remind me, did you get the the hundred dollar Iron Studios ones? Because they released a set of these, didn't they? Just because they went. No, with... I never got those. Yeah. I never. I didn't end up liking the sculpts for the heads on them. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Because that was part but of the kitchen get... set, wasn't it? They, you could buy the whole lot, or you could just buy yeah. the raptors by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. But I did get the male Velociraptor that they released, and that one was really nice. Yeah, yep. Was, was it them or was it Prime 1 who... I think it was Iron Studios. Yeah, yeah, Iron Studios. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, no, these these look fantastic, and... Uh, I'll bring that back. For 100, $130 bucks, uh, uh, no. of your money. Very budget-friendly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially considering some of the pieces I have coming up. <laughs> yeah, well... Good size, good size of display, not take up a lot of space. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another thing that's starting to become a concern. So yeah, it's <laughs> definitely a plus too. Yeah. I, mean, I remember when I saw these, I was just like, why don't I just forward my checks directly to Prime One? Because <laughs> <laughs> I got that one. I the more I'm considering the Jurassic Park Three male Rex, the more I'm thinking maybe. <laughs> and now this one, which I'm thinking, I'm thinking I will pick up. I need to, uh, I need to do a double double check on their uh, that big statue, the, the diorama, the two Rexes and the M class. If that's out this year, or if it's out next year, I think it's at the end of the year. I, yeah, I think it is. I think it's uh, quarter three or quarter four. But even then, I mean, sometimes that stuff's been late lately. Yeah. Like, I still have not gotten the Prime 1 Giganotosaurus that is one ten scale. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's all right. And they got the payment plans, too, so not you'd need mm-hmm. it on this necessarily. But, no, it looks, looks very, very good. But, uh, Dave, I think that's, uh, that's it. Um, run sheet quickly. Yep, that's us for Christmas slash January. Interesting things there. Again, cannot wait to see more coming out of that game news. I just hope my 
current PC I've got is going to be powerful enough to run it. That'll be the next problem. Uh, so mm-hmm. I might be jumping online for a uh, PlayStation 5 there, which I think by now they should be a bit cheaper and a bit easier to get than they were earlier. Hopefully next time we talk, we should be talking uh, Hammond Collection Pyraptor at least as well. So mm-hmm. I think that's it. Thanks everyone for listening and uh, here's to a good 2024. Dave, how about we get out for you the week? Alright, sounds good.